Hello, good morning, happy Monday everyone. Welcome to the official first episode of Second Wife Life Podcast. I am your host, Carly Tate Williams, and I'm so excited to start this journey. So thank you everyone for tuning in. I wanted to start off with a little introduction about how I got here and what made me a stepmom and a second wife. My husband Drew and I currently have three boys and a little girl who's due in July. Our oldest is my bonus son who is eight and he is from Drew's first marriage and our middle boy, Kane, who is six, he is from my first marriage. And then our third is Drew and I's together baby, Case, and he just turned one in December. So as you can probably imagine, our house is super loud and crazy, um, full of boys. So I personally am super excited that we get to finish off um, having our children with a little girl. It's going to be scary because, you know, we have three boys. We don't really know what we're doing with a girl, but we will figure it out <laughs> and it'll be great. And both of the boys, the older boys, are so excited to have a little sister. So it has been on my mind for quite a while now to start a podcast. I know personally I have really struggled with things that have gone on when dealing with the ex and trying to co-parent children um, and children in the same household. And so I've looked for support online in different areas and there's just not that much out there. So after thinking about it for a long time off and on, I had a friend that I was talking to and she asked me if I felt passionate about anything and this idea just kept coming to my head and that was the first time I said it out loud. After I admitted it to myself and to my friend, I can't stop thinking about it and I knew I had to do it. So I hope I can be encouraging to any other stepmoms out there or girlfriends of a man that has children because it's hard. It's different. It's not the same as having your own. I really feel that the mom controls the vibe of the household and I always want our house to be a safe place to come to. And I also want to shed some light on the topics that are maybe quote taboo that people don't want to talk about because they think it's wrong, but it's not. The stuff that we go through and the feelings that we feel are all real. And that's what brings us together. And you can find community in that and knowing that you're not alone in these thoughts and these feelings. So with that, that leads me into my first episode topic, expectations versus reality. And today I just want to talk about the kids because when you become a stepmom and a second wife, you have these thoughts at first. Those are the expectations, how you think life is going to be as a stepmom how your kids are going to do becoming a blended family. These are very real issues. So the first expectation I wanted to talk about was having a bonus child can't be that different. I'm already a mom. It won't be that, won't be that hard, right? Well, the reality of the situation is it's very different from your own biological child. This is the thing that I feel like people don't talk about for whatever reason. It's not natural to love another child like your own right off the bat. You guys are strangers. You're in love with their parent and you can't be expected to just immediately love another child like your own. I can't speak for the people that go into a relationship and become a stepmom and you don't already have children or a child of your own because I do think that would throw a different dynamic into the situation. But for me, 
I already had a child. He was three when Drew and I started dating. Him and my bonus son are two and a half years apart, which is great, but it is just different. You have to build a relationship with this child that the parent has had since they were born. It's immediate when you have a child of your own, but with a bonus child, it's just not. You have to work for that relationship, just like any relationship out there, any friendship out there. It doesn't just happen. Do I love my bonus son? Absolutely I do. And I can say that with complete confidence. I love him as my own. But it did not happen overnight and that's okay. It's not natural to happen overnight. You just have to work at it. And another challenge that you face is when you have siblings, when you have a blended family siblings, I should say, you can't expect an immediate relationship out of them either. It's someone new in their house, depending on you know how you merged your houses, if you went out and got a bigger house together or one parent moved in with the other. That's what we did in our situation. Drew sold his house and him and uh, my bonus son moved into my house at the time just because that's what worked. So not only did my bonus son have to move to a new space, he also had to move into a space where he wasn't an only child anymore. And when that happens, you also have to foster these two relationships between the children as you're trying to still build your relationship with your bonus child. So one big example of how it's different to parent a bonus child over your biological child is when they get in a fight or an argument. It is natural to want to side with your bio child first. And that is a habit that as a stepmom, you have to break. 100% because you can't let that happen because guess what sometimes it's your biological kids fault But I think that is one of the biggest key points to being a good stepmom is you have to Separate those thoughts. You can't let the fact that one child is biological and one is not It's a natural reaction to want to protect your child and side with your child So that is something that I constantly have to work at it was really hard in the beginning, but now it's a lot easier, especially since you get to know their personalities more. Most of the time you can figure out who actually caused the fight or the argument because you know both of their personalities. And as you're with your bonus child longer, you know their personality and their good personality traits and their not so favorable personality traits just like your own kids, just like your own child's good personality traits and the not so favorable personality traits because no one's kid is perfect, just like none of us are perfect. And I think we forget that sometimes. I think there is a stigma around, you know, a stepmom being a bad thing because of movies like, you know, Cinderella and things like that. But that's not the case. All of the stepmoms I know are loving stepmoms who want to treat the children equally. That's all of our goals. And I say our because I assume the stepmoms that are listening to this want to be the best stepmom they can be and the best version of themselves. A huge part of the equation of being a stepmom is working on yourself and trying to be the best mom you can be, even more so than when you're just a mom to your biological children. It's a lot more work. It's a lot more mental work. And that's okay. You love the spouse that you married and you love their children. So you have to make it work. You just have to. And it is not easy parenting another child that you did not give birth to. They have probably been brought up, you know, a little differently than you were or than your children were because it's two separate households. 
and trying to parent from two different households is also difficult. And in our situation, we co-parent with two different co-parents from Drew's side and from my side. So we have a lot of different angles that we have to deal with as far as um, different parenting techniques and what's allowed at one house isn't allowed at ours from two different homes outside of ours. So I think that's our biggest struggle now. It's not trying to parent equally like it was in the beginning. It's more so now you're fighting those battles um, of trying to keep the same rules in our household that we want in our household and trying to be understanding that the kids go back and forth and have to deal with different rules, which is a whole other episode topic that I will probably do at some point. But for now, expectation versus reality. It is just different and that's okay. I want to drill that into your heads. It is normal, 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 normal to not immediately love your stepchild like your own biological children. People feel like it's bad to say, but it's not because it's the truth. But another element for me is, you know, my first marriage, I got married early, right out of, I was still in college actually. It was my victory lap semester. I graduated in four and a half years. So it was my semester that I was graduating is when I got married. Very stressful, highly do not recommend doing that. I was also taking 18 hours so I could graduate because my little brother was also at the same college. And my dad told me, hey, this is your last semester. Uh, if you don't finish, you're footing the bill for the rest of it. So I was like, absolutely, I will take 18 hours and plan, plan a wedding and get married all at the same time. Sounds like a great plan. But I did it. And I did it. I got through it. That was the worst semester of my college career though for multiple reasons not to get too deep into my first marriage but there was just a lot of issues um, that changed right at the beginning unforeseen difficulties if you will but where I was going with this so I got married young I I think I was the first friend of mine to get married after we were married for two years Kane was Kane was born in our second year of marriage and then by his first birthday we were separated so not only was I the first friend of my group to get married. I was also the first one to have a kid and the first one to get divorced. It's hard to find people to relate to that are your age that haven't been through the same situations. I have the absolute best friends in the world. Let me also mention that during my divorce, uh, my dad was diagnosed with brain cancer and was fighting for his life while I was going through the absolute worst part of the divorce. My divorce was not easy. It was a fight. It was a battle in court, but I have the absolute best friends in the world. Even if they could not know exactly what I was going through, they were still there for me no matter what. And even now being on my second marriage, having a bonus son, I can count on one hand, the stepmoms that I know that are my age. I do have two aunts actually, who are stepmoms to my cousins. I have really hot young aunts that got married to my two uncles that were divorced. <laughs> they both made out great. So I haven't talked to either of them very much about stepmotherhood just because they, they became stepmoms when they were, when the kids were teenagers. So that's also different, but it's just hard to find people to relate to. And the few people I do know that are stepmoms, um, we've got to talk a little bit and it's like the conversation is never long enough because there's just so much out there and there's so much that happens. The dynamics are different everywhere, but there's always similarities. 
And that is what I want to bring to light. So, okay, that was the first topic of expectations versus reality. Um, the second topic is, again, with the kids, but it's with my son and my bonus son. My expectation was that my son will be so happy to have a brother. And the reality of this situation was actually no different than my expectation. My son loves his brother so freaking much. When Drew and I got married, we decided to have a little officially brothers party for the boys. Uh, we got married in Vegas, so the kids clearly did not come to that because we didn't want a big wedding. We each had already previously had that and... When we got engaged, I told Drew, I just wanted to have fun with our closest friends and family and just have it be special, nothing big. So we went to Vegas and it was the best weekend. Uh, I tell Drew all the time, we're going back for our five-year anniversary and we're going to do the Elvis drive through in the car because we went to an actual chapel. I don't know. I just love Vegas. It was so much fun and laid back and exactly what I wanted. We splurged on a really awesome photographer and it was super cheap to get married. I don't know, it was like a hundred bucks maybe at the chapel, maybe less, but that's the way to go. The boys weren't involved, so we wanted to do something special for them when we came back. So like I said before, the boys are two and a half years apart and they are truly the best of friends. I mean, most of the time, they still fight just like normal siblings do. But we're super lucky that they love each other. One thing that really makes me laugh is that they don't use each other's names anymore. They call each other brother. When we're out in public, at home, it doesn't matter. They call each other brother. They seriously don't use each other's names anymore. It's almost like when your significant other, you know, you have your pet name. Ours is babe most of the time, or baby. But when your spouse doesn't call you that pet name and they call you by your first name, your name sounds gross. Or maybe it's just me. Or it sounds gross to me at least. It's like, excuse me, what did you just call me? Am I in trouble? Can you, can you please call me babe? Because Carly just sounds weird coming out of your mouth. But this happened in the playroom the other day. The boys were in there doing something. And I hear Kang go, brother, all frustrated. And so my ears perk up and I'm listening. I'm like, what's going on? And my stepson goes, what? And Kang goes, you called me Kane. You didn't call me brother. You don't ever use my name. And my stepson was like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, brother. <laughs> so I'm just laughing from the other room because, I mean, it's just like when your husband calls you your name. So super cute. They absolutely love each other. Um, another thing in our household, they don't call each other stepbrothers and they definitely don't call Case their half-brother. That language isn't even in our house. Uh, besides stepmom and stepdad, I don't think it's a negative term. And I don't, I, I mean, stepbrother is not a negative term. Half-brother is to me. But we just don't use it in our house because I want the boys to know that they are just as much brothers as our two biological children will be when our girl is here in the summertime. Family is for life and neither of them are going anywhere. So we just don't use the word stepbrother or half-brother. Half-brother would honestly just piss me off. Um, because it's like degrading their relationship somehow, if that makes sense. But we will never use the term half-brother or half-sister. Now, we do use stepmom and stepdad because that's the easiest way to explain to people and explain to your children. But we do use the term stepmom and stepdad in describing who we are to people. It's what the kids are comfortable using. And that's all that matters. 
So, for example, I came to my bonus end school one day to help, like, with a class project. And I know the kids in his class know his mom. His, his mom will come eat lunch with him, and I'm sure she volunteers for stuff, too. So, I was with my bonus son, you know, at his desk, around the classroom, and his friends would ask, who is that? And he'd say, my stepmom. So, I mean, that's the term that we use. And Kane does the same thing for my husband. Your bonus child and your child, I think, should call the other parent whatever they feel comfortable with. And I don't think stepmom and stepdad is like a negative connotation to it like some people imagine. But to me, stepbrother is. And half-brother. And half-sister. So we just don't use them. Just stepmom and stepdad. My son actually has his own little name for Drew. He just came up with it one day. It was probably, I mean, two years ago at this point. He calls him Drewy, which I think is adorable because I'm sure he won't do it forever. But that's like his little pet name for him. And... I just really love it. And I think it makes Drew feel special too, even though it's kind of silly and sounds like very little kiddish, I guess. But it is what it is. We'll see how long it stays. My guess is like another two years, two to three years maybe. So to wrap up this episode on expectation versus reality, I want to end on a positive story of the reality with my bonus son and just something I really appreciate about our relationship. So the boys are at the end of wrestling season right now. And if you don't know anything about wrestling, just know that it's, it's hard. I love it because it's going to teach the boys so much, and it already has. I'm a huge fan of team sports. I grew up in a huge sports family. My dad played baseball. He actually made it pro as a pitcher until he blew his arm out like less than a year later. But sports are huge. They teach you so, so much. And being a part of a team is one of life's greatest lessons, honestly. Being able to respect your coach and listen to your coach, even when you don't agree with them. And just all the dynamics that come with being on a team and being a leader, I just love it. So anyways, back to wrestling, it's all you. It teaches you to be confident in yourself and to believe in yourself and that you can do hard things because it's just you and another guy on the mat. So end of wrestling season and the way that practices go, the parents are actually allowed in, which I love, and we're, we sit at the front of the room. And for the first half of practice is conditioning. And my husband is one of the like assistant coaches um, you know, that helps out because he was a wrestler in high school as well. And he's really big on not just trying to coach our kids. He doesn't want to pick on our, our kids during practice and make sure they're doing everything perfectly. Like leave that up to some other coaches to correct them. My bonus son during the conditioning portion, he's very sneaky and he just doesn't go full out and doesn't push himself like he needs to. And like I said, my husband doesn't want to just go over and correct him every time. Um, so, you know, he's facing me in the room. And you can tell he knows he's not, you know, he's not doing what he should be. Pushing himself as hard as he should be. All the kids are out of breath. And if you're not out of breath, you're not doing something right. And the coach, say they were doing like squat jumps. Coach gives them a number to beat. And we'll ask the kids when they're done with their 30-second round, how many squat jumps did you get? Oh, 20? Try to do 25 next. And Dallas was on like 9 for the 30 seconds or whatever, just for an example. And he makes eye contact with me. And I look at him, and I, 
I don't know what the numbers was, what the numbers were. For the easy example, let's just say it was 10. So I looked at him and I held up both my hands and I said, do 10. So the coach started the timer again, blew the whistle, and they start going. And Dallas and I are eye contact, locked. And he's doing them and I'm counting for him. You know, holding up one finger, then two. And I motioned to him, let's go, let's go. He did almost triple of what he did the first time. Uh, it just takes someone pushing him. And, you know, he's smiling and then really wanting to compete with himself. So I did that for the rest of the little conditioning section or conditioning portion. He would look at me and, and um, I'd count his reps for him. And he had a great rest of practice. But I just love that. He knows that I will always be one of his biggest encouragers and cheer cheerleaders because I just want him to do his best. And I want him to have very high confidence in himself and know that he can do hard things and he can do things that he doesn't think he can push himself past. And I think everyone goes through that in sports. But at this young age, you know, he's, he's almost nine. Sports are a mental game. Just like being a stepmom is a mental game. <laughs> but I just love that about our relationship. He knows that I'm going to push him and that it's going to be fun at the same time. You can do hard things, but you can make it fun. So that's my little positive to end our first episode. I just really love having that connection with him and just that he knows I'm always going to be there. Whether he wins that match or he loses that match, I'm going to be right there watching him and yelling like a crazy person. If you've ever been at a wrestling duel or a wrestling match with me and one of my kids is on the mat, you can probably hear me from across the, the stadium or the arena, but I don't care. My kids are going to know that I'm always cheering for them. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I just have to say this last tournament was novice state that we went to and it was heartbreaking for my bonus son. So not only had we been there all day because Kane wrestled, he was in the first wrestling session of the day. So we left the house at 6.45. Dallas's last wrestling match was at 11, it was at 10.50 p.m. So very long day. But at this last tournament, my bonus son wrestled harder than he has all season. And he never gave up once. And when he was on his last match and he lost, I mean, I mean, ah, still thinking about it, it makes me tear up. Because that kid worked so hard. He worked so hard. It's just so much fun to watch your kid grow and learn and fix their mistakes along the way. Sports are great. If you don't like sports, I'm sorry. <laughs> Find something else in your life that gives you that kind of satisfaction because everyone needs it. So I want to end my first episode with some encouragement. Every morning at some point, whether it's I'm up early before I take the kids to school or before they wake up on the weekend, or if it's during Case's nap time, I always make time for my daily devotional. It gets me in the correct mindset to continue my day and be the absolute best mom I can be. This was from about a week ago, but when I read the first line, my jaw just dropped because we are going through a difficult time right now. And this was just so comforting to me. And I think it speaks perfectly to any bonus mom's situation because no one as a little girl dreams of being a stepmom. Never heard that be a thing before. You can dream of being a mom and a wife and having your own family, but no one dreams of having to deal with an ex 
and a bonus child and everything that comes along with that, all of the baggage of being a second wife. It's not my favorite thing knowing that I was not the first one. I'm very competitive. So I don't know, maybe it's a character flaw in this situation. Actually, I know it's a character flaw because, I mean, my husband and I were truly meant to be together. So anyways, moving on. So I read this the other morning and like I said, my jaw just dropped because it's exactly what I needed to hear. And I hope it's exactly what even one of you, even just one person can relate to this. I feel like there's a point in me doing this podcast and putting myself out there for, you know, whoever is going to listen. So give up the illusion that you deserve a problem-free life. Part of you is still hungering for the resolution of all difficulties. This is a false hope. As I told my disciples, in the world, you will have trouble. Link your hope, not to problem solving in this life, but to the promise of an eternity of problem-free life in heaven. And then it references back to John 16, 33. I have told you all this so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth, you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart because I have overcome the world. As a stepmom, as a second wife, that's real correct about here on earth, you'll have many trials and sorrows. And that goes for so many avenues in life. I mean, as someone who lost my hero, my dad, at a very young age, I mean, 25 is is a young age. I'm so thankful I got 25 years with him, but still, life truly is full of trials and sorrows. But the biggest part of overcoming all of that is finding your peace in Jesus. If you are not a Christian, and listening to this podcast and don't relate to that, I'm sorry um, that you don't relate to it. And if you ever want to talk, I'd be happy to listen and just share my life experiences. In my 30 years, I feel like I've been through so much more than, like I said before, more than most of my friends had have. Luckily, I'm so glad that most of my friends have not had to go through the heartache that I have. But heartache and trauma makes you a wiser person if you let it or it can be detrimental. So what are you going to make out of the hard times? Do you want them to make you a better person or are you going to fall in the pits and drag yourself down in this negative mindset and focus on all the things that are going wrong? You got to shift that and focus on all the things that are going right and pray about it. Things will get better even when they seem like they never will or you're deep in the trenches and nothing seems to be going right, it gets better. So that's my speech for the end of this podcast. (sighs) Okay, well, I am so excited to start this journey and start this podcast. So seriously, thank you to everyone that is listening and made it through my first episode. And thank you to everyone who shared our contest and tagged your favorite stepmom. Please do me a favor, if you will, if you enjoyed this podcast, please leave me a review. I'm just getting started, clearly, so I need some reviews. You know, if you didn't like it or if you have some feedback for me, leave that on there too. I would also love some topics to talk about that you guys would like to discuss. I'd love your feedback. You can find me on Instagram, Second Wife Life Podcast, and on Facebook, so send me a message. I would love to generate some ideas of things that you guys want to talk about or want to listen to me talk about (laughs) things that I've been through and it can vary. It can range, you know, anything from 
being a second wife and all the feelings and baggage that come along with that. I'll touch on that in some other episodes or any struggle a stepmom feels. Next episode, I am continuing the expectation versus reality, but this one isn't about the kids solely. It's about expectation versus reality dealing with the ex. Nervous to talk about that one just because there's a lot of uh, harsh feelings, if you will, scary feelings, and some resentment towards certain things. But again, it's something that needs to be discussed. So here I am. I'm going to put it out there. Thank you again so much for listening. I hope everyone has a fantastic week.